Welcome to Simplify with Megan, the podcast where I help online coaches grow a life-first coaching business that's simple and sustainable while working less than 15 hours a week. My name's Megan. I'm a mom of two with baby three on the way. And since I started my online business in 2014, I have helped hundreds of online business owners start and grow their businesses to six, multi-six, and seven-figure businesses. I took a two-year sabbatical when I became a parent. And when I relaunched my coaching business as a mom of two, in less than a year, I've made over six figures while working as a true solopreneur for less than 15 hours each week while prioritizing my life and keeping things as simple as possible. I like to keep things real here. So get ready for the most authentic and activating business and sales coaching meant to help you make your life as a busy coach easier and not more complicated. Let's get rich together. If you want to grow a profitable online coaching business in a way that is simple and sustainable, then my 12-month program, Rich Coach Club, is just for you. In Rich Coach Club, we keep things simple and focused on low-lift and sustainable efforts that attract and convert your dream coaching clients. Rich Coach Club is for the coach who wants to make an impact working with dream coaching clients without hustling, burning out, or feeling stressed out. This is the only program that's focused on helping you get booked out in your private coaching so that you can truly master and refine a simple and sustainable business without working around the clock. I'm sharing all of the details you need to know about Rich Coach Club over at richcoachclub.com or at simplifywithmegan.com forward slash club, where you can watch the replay of the live masterclass I hosted teaching you how to make six figures from private coaching while working 15 hours or less. And you can learn everything you need to know about Rich Coach Club. The investment to join my 12-month program, Rich Coach Club, is $500 a month for five months or $2,500 pay in full. The doors to Rich Coach Club are only open twice a year. So if you're listening to this right now, the doors are open and they will be closing soon until the end of this year. I hope I get to work with you inside of Rich Coach Club. Go to richcoachclub.com in order to learn more. Welcome to the Productive Life Podcast with Megan Mintz. In this episode, we're talking about how to overcome perfectionism. Welcome to the Productive Life Podcast hosted by me, Megan Mins. This is the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to be more productive in their business and their personal life. Because as a business owner, your business and personal life are connected and we can't talk about one without talking about the other. Each week, you'll learn about productivity, organization, personal development, self-care, business strategies, and more. And now let's get started. I'm really excited to talk to you today about overcoming perfectionism because it has been a game changer for me and my life. But before we dig in, I do want to go ahead and let you know about a brand new free video training that has just been released that's going to teach you how to have more fun, get more done while feeling inspired and fulfilled in your life and your career. You can go to meganmins.com forward slash framework or click the link beneath this video to go download and get access to that free training right now. For pretty much my whole life, I have been a perfectionist. I don't mean that in one of those really good, like what's your biggest weakness kind of answers. I mean it in the way that it was really detrimental. It really hindered me. It held me back. And it's something that I continue to work on improving and overcoming this day. But I have learned 
so, so much. And I'm really excited to share that with you. So for me, being a perfectionist meant taking really ridiculously slow action. I was hesitant to release anything out into the world, send an email, post on social media, create a product or program, or even do stuff in my personal life unless I thought it could be done perfect. So if it ever did get released, it meant that I had spent way, way too long creating it until it was at the place I thought was perfect. And trying to do that also really added a lot of stress into my life because I was so stressed out about it being perfect. Everything felt like a bigger deal because there was this innate pressure and stress that I was putting on myself for it to be truly, truly perfect. Um, On the other hand, perfectionism also meant for me that sometimes I wouldn't take action at all. I would be too afraid to even get started because I just didn't think it was going to be good enough. I would start to ask myself, who am I to do this? You know, other people know more than me. Who's going to care what I have to say? Like, it's not going to be perfect and really struggling. So sometimes I just wouldn't take action at all because I was so worried about it being perfect. And really what this meant for me overall was that I was insecure, I was anxious, and I felt like I was putting a mask on for the world and felt like I was always presenting this perfect, organized, you know, goody two-shoe person to the world. And that is both like in high school, in middle school, growing up through college, um, into adulthood, this feeling that there was like a version of me that was acceptable and all of the rest had to be hidden because it wasn't perfect and it was flawed. And ultimately that wasn't a fulfilling way to live and to operate. And it wasn't until I went through a personal experience earlier in 2019. I talk about it all in episode nine, if you want to hear about it, but it really made me question everything. And it made me decide to make some changes because I didn't want to live in this perfectionism bubble anymore. I really wanted to just live my life differently. So I made a conscious decision to ditch the perfectionism. And we'll be talking about that a little bit today, as far as how to do that. And now I can confidently say that for the bulk of 2019, I have been gradually chipping away at the perfectionism. And while it's not something I think you're ever like, I'm healed from this, like I never will have this question or tendency, but it doesn't feel like it's my like default nature anymore. It feels like something that I have overcome and it feels like something that by overcoming, I have benefited tremendously I'm more confident. I'm really secure in myself. I take so much faster action. If I have an idea, I pretty much take instant action on it. And I also get things done faster because I'm not really stressed out and slowing myself down by trying to make it perfect. And I feel better. I feel like I'm not putting on a mask anymore every day. I feel like I'm genuinely showing up as me and the genuine me. And it feels really freeing and empowering too. So how do we overcome perfectionism? The first thing to do is realize that perfectionism isn't serving you. Perfectionism truly is fear in its simplest form. It's coming from a place of insecurity and doubts about what other people will think of you. And, you know, maybe your fear is coming from somewhere else, but mine was definitely coming from fear of failure, fear of judgment, fear of other people, but all of it was genuinely rooted in fear. And when it comes to realizing that perfectionism isn't serving you, it's also important to realize that the only way to really grow, learn, and succeed is by actually taking imperfect action. Because if you wait to do something until it's perfect, you will have waited too long to actually do it. And you honestly won't really learn as much from it because you're just like 
putting it out there and you're so stressed about it, you might not ever even touch it again or revisit it because you feel like it's perfect. Don't mess with it. Don't bring any attention to it. So perfectionism isn't serving you. I want you to really acknowledge that because so often we can skirt it under the rug as like a characteristic of ourselves that we can't do anything about. And it's just the way we are. And it's our biggest weakness that we say in interviews. And the reality is, is that it's not serving you. And it's time to finally call that out in yourself. So the first thing you have to do is call that out is to acknowledge to yourself that this perfectionism tendency is not serving you. The next thing to realize to overcome perfectionism is that no one is perfect. Being perfect is an unattainable standard. And honestly, you're never going to be perfect for everyone. Anyways, like everyone has a different view of what they want from people from the world and you can never please everyone. That used to like make me more anxious, but now I can see that that's actually really freeing because since you're not going to please everyone, all you can do is show up as you and just not worry about pleasing other people. Show up in life for you and not for other people. So no one's perfect. And even if you're trying to be perfect, no one is actually, like you're not gonna please the whole world simultaneously. It's an unattainable thing to aspire to. It's also not relatable. People don't really like perfect people. They It usually brings up a lot of issues of their own. It makes them feel bad. It doesn't feel like someone they can really be friends with. You feel out of touch. And I experienced this in my brand as well in my business when I started really showing up as me and just quirks and flaws and all and taking imperfect action, my engagement in my community grew in a very noticeable way. And people actually started to feel like they were building relationships with me. So that's because I let go of trying to be this perfect robot. So no one is perfect. It's unattainable. Don't try to be perfect. The next thing you need to do to overcome perfectionism is release and reframe that fear. So like we talked about earlier, I believe perfectionism is truly rooted in fear and we need to release that and reframe it. So we need to let let it go and we need to change our mindset around this fear. So I would encourage you to think, and maybe you need to journal this out, but think about what are you actually afraid of? Are you afraid of what people will think? Are you afraid of what people will do or say or not do or not say? And then ask yourself, what's the worst case scenario? Follow that fear. If your fear is that someone's going to judge you, is it a specific person? Okay, what if they do? What happens then? And follow that as deep as you can, and you'll start to realize that the worst case scenario is usually not that bad, and your brain will probably give you a solution as soon as you identify it. That's what I think is so funny. Anytime you identify the worst case scenario, your brain almost instantly would be like, well, if that happened, I'd just do this like, hello, it's not really a dead end. You already have a next step after that. And it's truly not that bad. The other thing you can do to release and reframe the fear is to go through that reframing process where we take this negative fear, this thought, this belief we currently have and reframe it and turn it into an affirmation statement that kind of flips it on its head. So if you're currently afraid of what people are going to think of you, how can you rephrase that into a statement that conveys your confidence in yourself and letting that go. I actually have a whole podcast episode about affirmations and how to use them, and that is um, episode 10. So if you wanna learn more about how to actually create your own affirmations and use them in your day-to-day, go check out episode 10. But affirmations are a really helpful part of reframing and letting that fear go. The other thing that's really helpful to do to help like continue to reframe, because you're not just gonna flip a switch and like 
all of it's gone. I feel great now. It's really helpful to start incorporating mindset practices into your day-to-day because you really are going to have to continue to work through this gradually. There are going to be some days where it's easy and other days where it rears its ugly head and you're feeling that analysis paralysis again. And my favorite mindset practice that really helps with perfectionism is journaling. And I go all into the different ways you can journal, my favorite kinds of journaling in episode 26. So be sure to go listen to that. But using something like journaling or affirmations or any kind of daily mindset practice will really help build up your mindset and your confidence as you start to overcome perfectionism. You also need to genuinely believe that there is no such thing as failure. One of the fastest and most effective ways to really overcome perfectionism and release this fear that's causing it is to realize that there is no such thing as failure. Every single mistake you make, if you even want to call them that, is a learning lesson. It's an opportunity to grow and it's inevitable. You cannot show up in life and in your career and expect to not make mistakes. But the reality is that your mistakes don't mean any kind of failure. They're not the same thing. Making a mistake isn't failing. There's no such thing as failing. You're not in a race. There's no competition. You can take your time. You have your own unique journey. Like let's ease off the pressure and just realize that like there is no such thing as failing. Every single thing you do is the right thing you need to do next. If you have an idea to do it, you should do it and you'll understand what the next step is after you've done it. There is no such thing as failure. If you make a mistake, if something doesn't go as planned, if something unexpected happens, it's not a failure. It's just the thing that had to happen in order for you to learn the lesson so that you can grow and continue to evolve. So there is no such thing as failure. And when you can truly believe that, you will overcome perfectionism much faster. And one of the other ways to overcome perfectionism is to take imperfect action and quickly. I think this is a Marie Forleo quote, but basically action leads to clarity. The only way to truly understand if something is going to work for you, if it's a good idea, if you like it, is to take action on it. Thinking about it, planning about it, brainstorming, mapping it all out, none of that will actually give you any kind of clarity. The only way to gain clarity is through action. And the best way to take action is imperfectly and quickly. Um, If you've heard of Parkinson's law, basically it just says that everything will take up as much time as you give it. And so give yourself less time to do something, not to add stress, but in order to encourage you to actually take imperfect action faster. Give yourself a time limit to write that email, that blog post, that social post. Give yourself a time limit, limit to even like clean the house or do anything like that because it doesn't have to be perfect. But if you can give yourself a parameter for time, you will fill it and you'll fill it imperfectly and that's okay. You'll do your best and then you'll move on and you'll get better and better every single time you do it. Your four out of five stars is better than most people. And so, especially if you're a perfectionist, there's this tendency to feel like it has to be A plus work. It has to be the best thing I've ever done. It has to be five stars out of five. It has to be incredible. And the reality is, is that that's just not necessary. It's overkill. Your B plus or A minus or your four out of five stars is good enough. It's good enough to help people. It's good enough to serve the purpose in your life. And you don't have to really spend hours and hours and days and weeks trying to make it a five star or an A plus. You are good enough. Your work is better than most. And it's okay to not always show up with A plus or five stars because it doesn't mean it's not serving people. It's still really, really good, really helpful, really impactful, makes a difference in your life and people's lives without it being totally perfect. 
And a more actionable tip for this is something that I actually did at the beginning of my journey of overcoming perfectionism. It felt like something I had to prove to myself was possible. So I decided to pick one project that I would take imperfect, fast action on and see how it went. And so if you were kind of unsure really how to get started on all of this, I would encourage you to do the same thing. Pick one project, commit to imperfect, fast action, and see how it feels and see how it goes. You will probably be like me, where you realize that it actually went really great and was way more fun, and you saw results faster and be really happy about it. My project was actually launching the Productive Life podcast. It was a commitment to say, you know what, I could spend months trying to plan the perfect launch and like weeks and weeks creating all the perfect episodes, but instead I'm just going to ditch all the strategies and just get started. So I actually launched the podcast within 23 days. I have a whole episode about it. Go listen to episode 11 if you want to hear more about this journey of launching a podcast in 23 days, but it was the biggest catalyst for me in this overcoming perfectionism journey because I did this project I took fast, quick, dirty action and I loved it and it was incredible and I saw good results and I'm still seeing good results from that effort today. And it took that one project to really show me what was possible. So I encourage you to take one project that you're doing or wanna do and commit to imperfect fast action and see how it goes. So that's how you can overcome perfectionism. I hope this is helpful for you. I do want to let you know that I actually have a free video training for you if you're really interested in not only learning how to overcome perfectionism, but how to take this to the next level, have more fun, get more done, and still feel really inspired and fulfilled in your life. You'll definitely want to go check out this video training. It's absolutely free. So go to meganmans.com forward slash framework, and you'll learn the intuitive execution framework, all the different pieces you need to have in your life in order to truly feel productive, fulfilled, and really supported, not only physically, but like mentally and emotionally as well. I'm really excited. It's a brand new training. So go to meganmans.com forward slash framework or click the link beneath this video to download that now. Thank you for listening to the Productive Life Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would share your biggest takeaway on your Instagram stories or wherever you hang out. This helps me understand what you find the most helpful so that I can make more episodes and resources like this. If this podcast has helped you at all, please take just one minute to leave a review on iTunes so that we can help spread the word about the Productive Life Podcast with others who may enjoy it. And last but not least, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest episodes sent to you directly. To learn how to work with me one-on-one or get instant access to freebies, trainings, templates, workshops, and more, be sure to go to meganmins.com right now. I'll see you in the next episode.